And here we are again. This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. And it's a cloudy, cloudy day here in South Carolina, forecasted to rain. But I tell you something, the forecasters of the weather here in South Carolina are not doing a very good job. The problem is with rain, you never know where it's going to land. So they will say there is a 87% chance of rain. However, that rain may be falling five miles down the road, but never hits you. So if you have uh, flowers and bushes and everything else that need watering every day, you still do it, even though you know there's a rain forecast. Because you never know if that rain's going to touch you. It can touch, well, as an example, one day we had an 87% chance of rain. It was going to rain like cats and dogs. So, at the time that it said it was going to start raining, not a single drop fell. But, I got in my car because I had to run an errand. And when I went over the freeway, five miles away, it was pouring down rain. But it never went to my house. Never got here. So we never, when, when the weatherman says there's an 87% chance of rain, we just never know where it's going to land. Because sometimes it misses us every single time. So every morning I have to get up and I still water all the flowers and the plants and the bushes and the moss and everything else that I put water on. Because I don't know if the weatherman means me or not. <laughs> it's one of those crazy things so talking about crazy yesterday was a crazy day wasn't it we had a president who decided to forgive 300 billion dollars worth of debt student loan debt now these are individuals who are making very good money from their degrees and we also have some people who took degrees that are worthless I mean, they're literally worthless in independent studies and in liberal arts and, and other type of situations where there are no job abilities. But then we have other people who are accounting and legal and nursing and doctors and everything else who took out student loans who are going to earn very big money. They are going to be okay financially. They can afford this loan. So the president decided, okay, he has the ability through an executive order to forgive this. But we have to question, does he really have the ability? Because really the purse strings of the United States of the United States falls in Congress and in the Senate. The, the president of the United States, I'm going to make the argument here, that I do not believe he has the constitutional right, legal right, or the ability to make this type of... Of forgiveness. I don't think he can forgive any, any loan. He can postpone it, which he's done, but he can't forgive it. That's my argument. I think what has to happen is that the American people need to say, okay, Mr. President, you don't have the right to, you don't have the legal right to make a forgiveness of $300 billion of loan. Do you know what that does to the financial markets out there who are invested in, in the student loan industry? The other issue is that, you know what it does to school tuitions, which has never been monitored. No one's ever said, hey, school tuition is getting too high. But instead what it does is 
this forgiveness increases the loan fee, I mean, not the loan fees, but the educational fees to go up higher. The Democrats are the ones who said everybody needs an education. Everybody needs to have the ability to have an education. So they created these student loan funds. They are the ones who created it. And now they're saying, oh my gosh, it's gotten out of control. Now we need to forgive it. After they pushed it for year after year, political season after political season, and here we have a situation now they say, oh, you know what? Let's forgive. Let's forget. $300 billion is a lot of money to be able to forgive and for it not to affect the inflation rates of the American people, for it to affect the higher costs of education, for the effect that it has on the American people in higher taxes and other issues. So we have this big problem. As you well know, Student loans have been deductible, and people have been deducting this. So do we go back now and say, no, this is no longer deductible? I mean, we have so many tax consequences to this forgiveness. We also have the situation that if you are being forgiven $10,000 per the IRS code, that is now taxable income to you. So you're not getting away scot-free. Don't ever think that. We had the same situation when we had this massive forgiveness of loans in the mortgage industry. Individuals got, were doing short sales and they were getting portions of their mortgage reduced and forgiven. And that dollar amount was reported to the Internal Revenue Service and that became taxable to them. And people would say, oh my gosh, we are so surprised at this. The same thing happened with the PPP loans that we just went through during the pandemic. Companies were giving these PPP loans. Some of it was forgiven, but some of it was not forgiven. And that unforgivable loans are taxable to that business. Now, these companies needed that money to keep their employees surviving. To keep their companies surviving. But the SBA decided to reject a lot of loans. I have clients that I have under appeal at the moment to the SBA because they were rejected. And they were healthcare companies who were working during the pandemic trying to keep skilled nursing homes alive. Billings were not being paid. They were they were behind schedule. And these healthcare companies and providers of physical therapy and occupational therapy and speech therapy still needed to go on with their patients. And they took the risk going in with COVID. Some of them came down with COVID, but they had to pay their employees. They had to continue, even though that they were not getting paid from the facility. But they were rejected, and they're under appeal now. Well, the way that the SBA and Bank of America have handled this has been bad for small business. So don't even compare the PPP loan to the student loan forgiveness. It's totally, totally different. The PPP loan was designed to keep employees working during a pandemic, to keep them paid during a pandemic. The student loan forgiveness 
is worthless because these are individuals who were getting a degree to go out and work. Some of them are working very well and making lots of money. Some are not because they took worthless degrees. But now the government says it's forgiven and Americans have to pay for that forgiveness. Totally two different things. One created jobs that were sustainable during the pandemic. The other was to help individuals to get a job, to earn money, to pay back those loans. Two different things. So don't believe this democratic argument on PPP loan forgiveness because they're totally, totally different. And both are the same as that they're being mismanaged by the SBA and by the president. So we have that problem. Now, even though that we're going through all this and we're forgiving all this loan, do you realize that there are students still in school taking out student loans designed by the Democrats in Congress because they wanted everybody to have education? So they created this loan system that is still in effect. The programs are still out there. The higher education costs are still going up. But yeah, we don't talk about that. The president did not even address higher educational costs, which are going to go up higher because of the forgiveness program. $300 billion of forgiveness plays a big impact on the total financial market of the United States. $300 billion is a lot of money. So the question is, does the president have the constitutional legal right to forgive debt? And I say no. And I think that's the question that everybody should be asking their congressman. They should be asking their member of the Senate. Does the president have the legal authority under the Constitution to forgive debt? That is the question we should all be asking. And then if the answer is, well, we don't know, then the court has to go in and decide. This will end up in court anyway. This is going to be a legal issue. Within the next couple of days or hours, someone is going to file a motion with the court that says, stall or hold back on this forgiveness until the court decides whether or not making the argument that this is not a constitutional right of the President of the United States. To forgive $300 billion and to put the stress load on the American people is very concerning and very ethical and at the same time very corrupt. We have a lot of bad decisions. We have, as I've said before in all my tweets and blogs and everything else I have said, we have drunken sailors with the checkbook in Washington, D.C. who are just spending our money willy-nilly, making bad economic decisions, making bad policy decisions that affect all Americans. Now, a lot of you say, I need this debt forgiven. No, no. You signed on that contract. You knew what you were getting into. You made the decision as an adult to go into debt. You signed the loan document. Now it's your responsibility. It's not my responsibility. I'm not going to pay for your bad decisions. 
You had a whole bunch of educational opportunities that you could have saved a whole bunch of money, but you, you chose to go into debt. Why in the hell should I as an American cover your stupidity? That's the question. Does the president have the legal authority under the Constitution to write off $300 billion of debt and pass it on to the American people? We need an answer. Pressure your members of Congress and the Senate to come up with that answer. Nancy Pelosi says, no, he doesn't have the authority. She said that back in June. Listen, if you want to have more access to me, if you want some business advice or mediation uh, consultation, go to my website at www.lodge.co.com. Again, that's www.lodge.co.com. It tells everything about what I do, and I'm here to help you. We need an answer to this, people. We need an answer. We need to know what is the constitutional issue on this decision by the president through an executive order to write off $300 billion and pass it on to you and to me. I'm not paying for it. This is Mike Lodge. I'll talk with you soon.